Welcome to episode 21 of the Resale Brothers Podcast. I'm Colton. I'm Willing to Wiss. What you, what you do this week? A lot. A lot. A lot. I, I actually went and got my van back. Oh, so yeah. That oh, was yeah. good. So now I, I'm back on the road. <laughs> I can haul whatever I need to haul, which is great. It's It's been a weekend of car repairs. For me, definitely. What, you have some too? Well, okay. So here's what happened. You uh, you took your van, truck, and, my truck. van and your truck. Uh-huh. And then yesterday, our, I mean, I guess we'll go into this story too. Our practice space got bought out by Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. So we had to find a new practice space uh, with basically no notice. Yeah, I saw that. I was at work and Moff asked me, he said, is uh, the music lab closing? And I said, I haven't heard anything. And so he pulls up an article on the yeah. internet and I'm like, ah, maybe they're just buying a like a portion of it right. and leaving the practice spaces. And it's like, no, they're buying the whole music yep. lab. Mm-hmm. So y'all are out. We're out. And they're going to put a showroom, Tesla showroom mm-hmm. there. Yep. <laughs> so uh, history behind this, we we pra- my band's practicing in a place called Music Lab. They had a location off of Old Torf in Austin. That one shut down about a year and a half ago, and we moved to their other location on St. Elmo. Uh, I think St. Elmo's the original one. It's been there since like... 92 something like that yeah you tell me robert plant has yeah i mean all kinds of people over the years uh so then it must have been like a tuesday i get a text from one of my friends who's in the room and he says hey check out this article click it and it's the article that i'm sure you saw as well i was like dang it so (laughs) then i share it with everybody who's in the room and we're all freaking out trying to figure out what we're gonna do and then the next day we get the email from Music Lab. Music Lab sold today, and you have to be out by February tenth. No notice, like ahead of time, like, yeah. "Hey, we're possibly selling yeah. soon." Make I mean, plans. after thinking about it, I understand why because they don't want people to start leaving while they still have to pay rent. Right, right. And they want to get as much as they can right. while they can. But still, <laughs> here's the worst part about it: they tell us we have to be out by February tenth, or we can stay stay till the fifteenth, but we have to pay. For each day we stay after. Uh, it's like a lease back. Yeah, I yeah. gotcha. Which is dumb. You're close. Anyway, <laughs> so we find a new space and the guy says, I can meet Monday. So that's why I ended up going to Austin and going thrifting on Monday. And uh, so I go to Austin, start thrifting, and then I get a text. He said, hey, my car's in the shop and it's running late, mm-hmm. so I may not be able to meet today. Well, I had to be back because I had to take my truck to the shop. Okay. What's wrong with the truck? It had some recalls, oh, okay, and then like the radio would turn off every now and then. All right. So anyway, it was just a day of his mechanics running late. I'm going to be late to take mine to my mechanic, mm-hmm. and you just got your van and your truck back. Well, your truck's well, no, still there. my truck's still there. Yeah, that's right. They they found a rear end for it. It's in Bryan College Station. So as soon as they pull that at the junkyard, either the mechanic's going to get it or I'm going to get it, bring mm-hmm. it back, and then they'll put it in my truck. But long as I have one good running vehicle, I'm all right. Oh, man. <laughs> it's musical vehicles around here. Yeah. Like I said, as long as we get from point A to point B, That's which I didn't matters. the other day. You know, I didn't make it to work. Yeah. But every, at least now I can get there. Yeah. Yeah. So Well, and now, now you're not going back to work this week. I'm not because that's what else has been going on this week. I, it's round top season again. Yep. And not the big round top season where we do like the whole entire town, you know, this is literally just our venue. Mm -hmm. And we start tomorrow actually with the early move in. So I'll be there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So tomorrow's early move in Thursday will be regular move in, Mm -hmm. moving all the vendors in. Uh, Friday will be shopping day. Saturday will be shopping day up until four or five. We shut down and then we move them all out that night. Yeah. So I'm busy this week, so we had to get the podcast in today. <laughs> this is the only day this week we had the opportunity because I was at work yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> busy week. Yep. Yep. So I, over the weekend, Friday, I did the normal. Grange, uh, Bass Drop, Smithville, still closed, so I couldn't go there. It was great. Fantastic. Yeah. And I I didn't think it was going to be. They post pictures every week, looked at them, and the shelves looked pretty bare. Mm-hmm. So I was going with the mentality of I'll probably get like a few t-shirts worth 10 bucks a piece and yeah. probably nothing else. And it might have been the best weekend I've ever had there. See, and I was at work. I couldn't go. <laughs> but that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. <laughs> that's the way it goes. And then I was excited because Colton told me he had such a good week. And I'm like, oh, I'll go next week with you because if I worked 
last Friday. That means I'm off the coming the next coming Friday. Well, now I'm in round top. I'm, yep. Dang it! Can't go this week. <laughs> and either. then next weekend you'll probably have to work, right? No, I, I'll have two Fridays off in a row. Okay. So next Friday I will definitely be off okay. as well. All right. Now I don't know what I got planned. Hopefully nothing. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> or something later in the day. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's early in the morning. Yeah. I could at least do that and then come back mm-hmm. if I needed to. But as of right now, I have no idea. My schedule's so all over the place. <laughs> so we'll we'll see when it gets a little closer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did that Friday, Saturday. Woke up and went to McDay. There was garage sale there. It's terrible, mm-hmm. awful. I spent six bucks. And I got two things. Uh, went to the thrift store in Giddings. After that, wasn't great either. I bought. I think I spent seven dollars there and got like three, three or four things. Yeah, it's probably because you don't want to walk out with the empty-handed, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I do yeah, that yeah, all yeah. the time. I'm like, I gotta buy something, <laughs> you know. So I'll buy anything, that, even if I can't make a lot of money. Like, uh huh. I can't walk out in the empty, empty-handed. No, I mean I'm <laughs> sure the the biggest item was probably worth like twenty bucks. But yeah, I spent seven dollars total. So. Is what it is. Yeah, just just your regular bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> got to keep your head up. Yep, exactly. There's going to be something good coming. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Sunday, I just worked in here getting stuff listed and tested. And then Monday, like I said, I hit three three Goodwills. Mm-hmm. And that, that was pretty good, too. I got some stuff I'll have to do some research on before I talk about it on here. Okay. Yeah, I hit actually two this morning. This was my only opportunity, really, Yeah. this week, so... I made it happen. Uh, stopped at one in Cedar Park, and then stopped at the Huddle one on the way home. Mm-hmm. It, it was decent. I'll, I'll talk about that later as well. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, I have been posting because of. Do you want to go ahead and talk about the the Bradford deal? Yeah, yeah. So the the AV equipment that we talked about a while ago, uh, the guy who brought us that brought another load of stuff this past and week. another entire car load. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's some interesting stuff in there. Not all AV equipment this time. And uh, I got one of them I put in the finds of the week that, that we can share and talk about together. Okay, uh, so it must be good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. It's good. It's good. But there, there's just, yeah, some really interesting stuff. Yeah. And, and he, well, go ahead. Go ahead. The, I mean, the, the thing with all of his stuff, though, is that he brings it and he's like, I haven't tested any of this stuff. Yeah, maybe a couple things. Yeah. Like, this should work, you know. Well, the rest and, of it. and no offense, Bradford, if you're watching, one of the things he said he tested and worked uh, did not. Hey. <laughs> I mean, who knows when he tested it, right. too, you know? So it could have just over time yeah. quit working. Yeah. I mean, it's, this is a lot of vintage AV equipment. Mm-hmm. So, and he also brought a bunch of books, which I usually, well, I give Colton the harder job. <laughs> he gets all the AV equipment to test, and it's big, heavy stuff and to ship. And I was like, well, I'll at least take the books off your hands because, <laughs> I mean, it just is what it is. I don't have the space, and I have less time. Yeah. So I was trying to make it a little easier. <laughs> yeah. So it was two boxes of books. And that's, I mean, I've been listing some of my own stuff, some um, of my stuff that I can sign for him. And then I spent... I don't know, one probably half of a day listing one box of the books he brought. Yeah. And it was pretty decent stuff. You know, I, I, books is always such a hard deal. Right. And I never know, you know, he when he brought them, he's like, some of these are valuable books. Mm-hmm. But you always wonder, like, how are people assessing value? Right. And I think he, I think he's got it figured out because pretty much what he told us, he's like, a lot of these books are at least $10 or more. Yeah. And when I first started, I'm like, okay. Anywhere from nine to twelve for yeah. this one. I'm like, I hope not every book in here is ten dollar <laughs> book. Just, just because when you consign them for people, you're splitting the profits. Right. And I know the AV equipment. That's where the money's gonna come from. Mm-hmm. But I want them to be happy. Right. With their profits as well. So I'm hoping there's some better books in there because yeah. you know at the end of the month we send them some money. I want it to be good, right. you know, because I want him to be happy with us yeah. doing the job for him. And I started going through them, and there was some cool ones in there yeah. that ended up being pretty valuable. Like, the only one I can think in my head right now that sticks out was, uh, it was a 1929 um, first edition hardback uh, Henry Ford book. Dang. And it was decent shape for yeah. that old book, and there was none listed there had only been one sold in the past 90 days, and it went for like 50, 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. So, and ours was in a little better shape. 
Oh, really? So I listed it, I think it's 70 or 75. Okay. And, you know, with books, especially on eBay, I think it's a longer right. time period when, you know, all them books aren't going to sell quick. Mm-hmm. They're not PlayStation 5s, right, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, I was really happy that I found a, quite a few of them in there that were valuable. Right. I think we'll all be happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's the thing about people that like exclusively sell books. It's something you can do and make good money. But I mean, it's kind of even like what we do as well. You can make good money on things, but you just have to have so much stuff in your store if you want to make money every day. Mm-hmm. And books especially are slow sellers. So if you want to only sell books, you got to have thousands of books. Yeah. And I think it's better probably to do the Amazon route if you mm-hmm. have enough. Right. Like we don't sell enough books. Right. And I think eBay is fine to sell books. I think it's just slower paced yeah. for books. Cause I mean, you think about like... Amazon, you can buy used books and still get prime shipping on it. Right. So why would you buy a book on eBay? True. And I think also when Amazon first came out, that's what they were. They right. were a bookstore. Yeah. So that's in people's head. Like, if I'm on a book, I'm going to Amazon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that's the new library. Right. They don't think of eBay. You think of eBay, like originally it was like people's collectibles and yeah. used collectibles right. and things like that. So I think it's just a mindset. Thing. Yeah. But well, and that, that's kind of the mindset I go into with books as well. I don't, I'll buy, I mean, if I get anything for 25 cents, that's worth 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. I'll still buy it. But for the most part, when I'm looking at books, I'm looking for a $50, $100 book. Right. I'm not sitting there scanning every book. Ooh, take all day. <laughs> take all day. But if you can do that and get, a pallet full mm-hmm. of books that are going to make, you know, $5 a piece, you're right. good. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that would be the Amazon route. Mm-hmm. But I saw for the first time in Second Chance a dude doing that. He had his wireless oh, yeah. Beats headphones it's on. Wild, isn't it? Yeah. They got the little scanner like you do uh-huh. for things and uh, they just go every book, beep, beep, beep. And it gives, they have a list. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called, Scout IQ. And there's yeah, a, bu- yeah, yeah. a bunch of different ones, but it basically pulls up. And I don't know exactly how it works, but somehow it tells you what the book is worth right. in an instant. And you know, leave it, leave it, leave mm-hmm. it, leave it. Take that one. You yeah. Know, it's crazy. No, it was funny to watch too because this thrift store, it's rare that I see resellers there. Mm-hmm. And it's mainly like older ladies shopping and they're just sitting there watching this guy. Like, mm-hmm. What in the world is going on? <laughs> yeah, this is a, it's a big, crazy thrift store, but it's country thrift store. Yeah. Yeah. It's not... You go to Austin or big cities, and you see a lot more of that type right. of thing. Out here, you do not see that, Mm-mm. which brings me to something. I think I might have talked about this last week, but we had stopped in Austin on the way home from uh-huh. our trip, and I had stopped us out at Salvation Army, and there was so many people in there doing exactly what <laughs> I'm doing, you know, and I can tell what they're doing. Out here, you go to the thrift store, and you can almost tell nobody's doing what mm-hmm. you're doing, which makes it... It mentally better for me because I'm like, okay, I'm gonna look through everything because right. they're not looking at it the same way I'm looking at mm-hmm. it. When I go at those stores and I see other people doing, I'm like, dang it, I'm not gonna find nothing. You know, <laughs> so, that happened to me in Hutto the other day. Uh, usually, if you get there early and it's a weekday, mm-hmm. there's not many resellers in there. Yeah, so I kind of take my time and I go to the things I'm most excited about first, mm-hmm. and then I looked and there's this dude just in the shirt. Oh, yeah. And I was like, dang it. No point in even looking through the shirts today. But there still is, you know, yeah. because they may be at a different level mm-hmm. of seller than you are or, you know, not know as much. Right. Or they may just be looking for certain things. Particular right. It things, could be so. somebody who I'm not buying a shirt unless it's a $100 shirt. Right. Or they may, be, they may only look for um, like brand name stuff when you may be looking for vintage right. that's that could be Fruit of the Loom or yeah. Hanes or things like that. So it's always still worth going through, but it does demoralize you a little <laughs> bit. You're like, oh, no, man. I mean, I still look through the shirts. Oh, yeah. I always do, but it was just you know, disheartening. <laughs> so, I mean, if you are listening and you're you're in the big city and you're a reseller, uh, just a not, I guess, a tip or maybe a challenge. Drive out to the country, yeah. like a small town, and try it out and see mm-hmm. what you think. I mean, because I, for us, I think that's where we're more most successful is yeah. hitting the smaller towns, and the prices are better too. I mean, prices so. are cheaper, better selection, less competition, mm-hmm. and there's just different stuff. <laughs> I feel. I thought my mic went out. <laughs> I don't know why it just sounded weird. 
Uh, that brings me to something too. Today, when I went to the Huddo Goodwill, uh-huh. uh, I went in and I saw a few things that were big, and yeah. I was like, I should have grabbed a basket, you know. Yeah. So I run back, I grab a basket, and I'm like, nobody's gonna see the things that I saw, right? There's like four people in right. there, and. As I'm getting my basket, I see a young guy walk in, tattoos, kind of, yeah. you know, hip guy. And I'm like, oh, no, a reseller, <laughs> you know? And he goes straight to the electronics. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, the thing I saw was kind of in the kitchenware next oh, to the okay. electronics. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, maybe he won't look there. And I, I get my basket. I'm walking that direction. There's a lady standing in the kitchen stuff. You know, it'll be like where the bread makers right. and things are. He's right there at the electronics. There's no room for my basket. I'm like, okay. And just like be be calm, he ain't gonna see it. And uh, so I I'm over by you know where they keep the computer stuff. Yeah, it's kind of close to that. Mm-hmm. And I look over and there's a Bose uh, still wrapped and it's like a case. Yeah, uh-huh. and it's for I don't know something for a Bose. It's yeah. a big big case for it. And I was like, well, let me look that up. I grab that, I throw it in the basket. The lady moves. I go and it was an old Smith Corona typewriter, uh, okay. which I have one already, and mm-hmm. they're like electronic typewriters oh, are really yeah, cool yeah. Uh, and it was 10 bucks so i grabbed it and threw it in the basket and he goes um as i'm walking away he goes ah i was a little bit too late huh he's like what was that bose thing and i was like ah it's just a case and i go are you a reseller and he said he might have been because i seen him looking on his phone later yeah. but he said nah uh i just i come to goodwills all the time to get um like audio equipment uh, vintage okay. audio equipment and yeah. i build like stereos and things and i was okay. like I just happen to know a couple guys who have a ton of vintage audio video equipment. Oh, this is what? Okay. Yeah. It all makes sense now. It all makes sense, and it tied in. Uh, but yeah, he's like, you mean like the vintage ones with like the silver faces and things like that? So yeah, we have a ton. Mm-hmm. And I said, some, you know, some work, some's for parts and right. things. And I have a feeling if he's building stereos and things like that, he can probably buy things for parts and right. fix them. I'm not positive. We didn't have that long of a conversation, but yeah. I gave him our card. And he's, you know, he's like, yeah, man, it's awesome. Y'all got that much stuff. And so we'll see. I'm making right. a phone call. Sounds good to me. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> awesome. I'll have to ship that heavy stuff. Yeah. And these, the business cards are pretty yeah. amazing. I yeah. need to actually stock my wallet now because I think that was my last one. I have but, one left. Yeah, I got to stock my, I got to remember where I put them. I don't know. Mine are somewhere <laughs> too. I think they're in the clipboard because I always take them to the oh, sale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if it, Another little tip: If you don't have business cards, Vista <laughs> Print's super cheap. Card. But yeah, anytime you're out and about, like you never know who you're gonna run mm-hmm. into. Oh, so. That that kind of breaks my heart. Though it reminds me that we had that opportunity in Rockdale, and that lady never called. She never called. But that, that sounded like such a good place. It did. And but if we wouldn't have had a card, we'd have had to pull out a piece of paper, yeah. write our number down. It's and all for nothing. All for nothing. But if you got a card, you're just like, hey, here you go. Yeah. Done. Yeah. And if they don't call, they don't call. Yeah. But just do what you can. You know what? She might have put it on her refrigerator. One day she'll walk by and be like, oh, I forgot. I need yeah. to call these guys. That's so true. That's it, true. You never know. Got to keep the faith. There you go. There you go. <laughs> like, uh, who said that? George Michael? Or was it Limp Biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> they both said it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, so I want to talk about a couple picks that aren't in my fines. Okay. But uh, it kind of ties into one of yours, and it's in your fines, so you can choose whether you want to talk about it now or not. But uh, this week, the reason I didn't put it in mine is because mom found it. Okay. She went, when I went to McDade, she went to Somerville because there was a sale happening there. And uh, I should have went to Somerville. Hers was better. <laughs> but she probably got the things yeah, you yeah. Know, that you would have got. So. No, she she called me and she said, hey, I'm at a garage sale. They have a box full of smoke detectors that are all still new, sealed in the package. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, how much do they want for them? And she said, a dollar a box. And there's three in a box. And okay. uh, I said, absolutely. Three smoke alarms for a dollar, all brand new. Mm-hmm. And I knew they weren't going to be huge money. Uh, and at the time, I didn't know how many boxes of three there were. She just told okay. Me, I was about to say there's more than nine smoke detectors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I said, yeah, sure, go for it. And then she gets home, and there's eleven boxes, so thirty three <laughs> smoke detectors for eleven dollars. Nice. So it it'll take some time to sell, and it's not like huge money per item, but mm-hmm. that eleven dollars is going to turn into probably around three hundred dollars. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's my favorite thing, too, because it's got the barcode to list it. I scanned it, sell mm-hmm. similar, put my picture in, Yeah, quantity of 30, and then 
every once in a while, I'll grab one out of there, pack it, and ship it. Absolutely. And that can go ahead and tie into mine because I have a couple other finds. Okay. Uh, and actually, I was going to show people because if, you, if you've if you never done it, you may not know that that icon's there because I didn't know for a while. The scan? Yeah. Yeah. So, and you have a little um, a scanning gun mm-hmm. that you use here at the house, but when you're out and about, there's a way to do it. But why you said this was going to tie in is because this morning – when I was at the uh, Cedar Park Goodwill, mm-hmm. I saw this and it was sealed. And I, was, I don't even know what it is. So it's emergency air battery powered air pump. And I was like, <laughs> eh, well, there's a, a barcode on the back because mm-hmm. it's new and sealed. So I'm going to scoot up. You can explain the process. I'm going to just click on it so they can see. Okay. I mean, most yeah. people probably know, but if they don't, here you go. Yeah. Or actually, you know what? I can screen capture it on my phone of me doing it. That way it'll be easier to see. Either way, I'm gonna do it. I'm already there. So basically, when you open the app, uh, where the search bar is in the top right corner, there's also a little thing that shows a little barcode, and you click on it. Camera. And then it's your camera, and you just put the barcode to your camera, like so. Then it scans it and brings up anything that's under that barcode. And then you're good to go. Click on sold, see what they're selling for. Super quick, super easy. Like, I mean, a, a good example is books. If you're mm-hmm. trying to figure out what a book's worth and it has a barcode on the back, flip it over, scan that barcode, and Makes it'll it bring quick. it all up. Yeah. Makes everything so quick. And that's how a lot of people do the retail arbitrage and stuff, too. You just go in the store, everything's got a barcode. Boom. Yeah. But I hit these. They had them for $2.99 a piece, they had 10 of them. Mm. And. Uh, looked them up. They most of them sell for like eighteen to twenty five, mm-hmm. and they had it at two ninety nine at the Goodwill. I'm like, that's enough for me. You know, there's so many of them, and the good thing on there, you can take a picture of one, list one, go down, edit the quantity to ten. So mm-hmm. I can list ten items in three minutes. You right. know, which is awesome. Yeah. No, I mean that's the same thing with those smoke detectors. I had thirty three of them. I only listed thirty that way, just in case there are any problems. I have some backups. There you go. And uh, yeah, scan the barcode, brings up the listing, mm-hmm. sell similar, upload a photo, 30 items listed in three minutes. Yeah, hopefully that was like the right distance from we'll the see. camera. We'll find out. But what's also really cool about this, I get to the register and I have a, I have 10 of these. I have that big stereo right there. I bought it. another test for Colton to do. Uh-huh. But uh, they were $2.99 a piece and I tell the lady I got 10 of them and I look at my receipt and it seemed a little cheap and she had put for some reason white white tag or white sticker half mm-hmm. off so I only paid 199 a piece for them. <laughs> and they're not white tag if you can see that it's green. Yeah. So I don't know where she got that from but I basically would have paid $30 for 10. Uh-huh. I paid $20 for there 10. You go. So pretty good deal. All right. And how much are those selling for? Around 20. Around 20. Yeah, so uh, you know, maybe 200 or so before shipping and whatnot right but if i paid 20 you know i'm maybe make 150 160 off the deal sounds good to me (laughs) yeah pretty happy about it that's a good find yeah there was one day and you might have seen them because they were there for a little bit in the huddle goodwill there were these uh watches that like may either showed you your heart rate or something like that but they were old like you could tell it was probably the came when the first watches that did I that feel came like out. I saw one of them was there multiple there's one left now but there was a box full of them uh, okay. and I guess somebody bought the box and left that one and uh, I was I was thinking about buying them but they were so old that it was like it's not worth it. dead anything. technology yeah. but it's not old enough to be vintage right exactly <laughs> exactly uh, so I can't we talked about this for the podcast and I can't remember if I talked about this being resolved or not but I'm going to talk about it again anyways just in case the PayPal case. Mm-hmm. So the jeans that got returned the wrong way, essentially. <laughs> opened a return. Through, the, through PayPal, not yeah. through eBay. They opened a return, uh, and then they failed to send them back within the allotted 30 days. So then they contacted me and said they were sending them back anyway. And I said, no, you can't do that. Your 30-day guarantee is up. And they said, screw you, I'm doing it. So they <laughs> they didn't it. actually say that. <laughs> no, they, didn't. <laughs> they they sent them back and then they kept messaging me like, "Hey, where's my money?" And I said, "eBay never contacted me and told me you were sending them back. You just mm-hmm. you just did it." <clears throat> and the case is closed on eBay. And uh, so 
I said, I, I, I can't there. I can't send you the money back like mm-hmm. through eBay. There's no case open anymore. So I literally can't, and I'm not going to send it through PayPal. Cause then I have no protections over anything. So, uh, she never replies. And then I get an email that a PayPal case has been opened. Sure enough, it's this, it's the lady with the jeans. And so I, uh, reply to the case explaining what happened. PayPal says, okay, we'll ask her for information. Mm-hmm. She replies, says what happens. They reply to me and says, hey, can you provide proof? And I said, here's the the uh, closed case on eBay. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they said, okay, we're going to ask her for her response. And then uh, probably about a week and a half later, I got an email that said, case is closed, decided in your favor. All right. So, You're a winner. I'm a winner. <laughs> <laughs> and I was nervous about that one because there's not necessarily, like she opened a case on PayPal saying the item wasn't as described. Right. And on eBay, that's the killer right there right. when they say that. Yeah. And that could be, you could decide that either way because the, the tag said 30. I measured them, came out to 34, mm-hmm. uh, and I listed them as that. So technically, she got jeans that say 30 that were listed as 34. So you could say that's not as described. I guess. It just depends on whose side you want to take, I guess. Yeah. But PayPal took my side. There you go. <laughs> I mean, she can find something to do with them, I guess. No, she sent them back. I have oh, them. Now you have them. Yeah. And the money. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. I, it, that wasn't my intention is right. to get them back and yeah, then you're keep not the money. To screw nobody but she over. just she just shipped them back without telling anybody. <laughs> uh, so what do you, did you message her back at the end after it was all over? No. Nah, like, yeah, whatever. Just let it be. Yeah. Yeah. She could have made it easier. Yeah. And just open the case on eBay, you would have just gave her money back. Well, that's the thing. She did open the case. But through PayPal. No, she opened the case through uh, eBay first. Uh, but it was too late or something. She, she opened it and, you know, you have a, the allotted amount of time to send mm-hmm. them back. And she didn't send them back in that amount of time. I gotcha. So she yeah. messed it up on her own. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the, like the thing is, is even if she shipped them late, I still would have accepted it. But she did. She bought her own. She like eBay bought the label, sent it mm-hmm. to her, and she didn't even use that label. She bought her own label, right? After the fact, right? She just did everything backwards, right, and wrong. Yeah. So. And I would say, you know, it's an inexperienced eBayer, and I can have sympathy for that. But she's got tons of reviews on her eBay. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I don't know. Weird. It was weird. <laughs> but it's over with. Yeah. Uh, it's water under the bridge. <laughs> As they say, right? As, as yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. <laughs> Bury the hatchet. I'll kind of say it. Uh, all right. I got a good story for you. Okay. I'm all right. So Christmas gifts, right? I gave I gave you some stuff. Mm-hmm. And Colton actually gave me some, some cool things as far basically the things he has, the tools. Mm-hmm. He's got that box cutter that measures the box and you can cut it down or whatever. He got me one of those, which I've used a couple times already. It's been awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I had given Colton a few things and I also gave him another Goodwill gift card. Uh-huh. Did it work? Have you tried it? Yeah. Do you know how much was on there by any chance? Well, I swore you said 20. Uh-huh. But what happened was, <laughs> okay. There's a reason that I'm asking you. <laughs> okay. So I used it uh-huh. and I spent... 10 at one Goodwill, and then 10 at another. Yeah. So it should be empty. Right. They said there were still like 10 bucks left on it. Okay. Now it's all making sense. Okay. All right. So I got Zeke one as well. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, Zeke messaged me the other day. He goes, you gave me a Goodwill gift card for Christmas with no money on it, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, no, I didn't. But I'm trying to, I'm thinking back and I'm like, I knew it. The ladies that were working there, uh-huh. I knew they had no idea what they were doing. It took me 30 <laughs> minutes to get two gift cards, uh-huh. right? And <laughs> it's funny. He was telling me a while ago before I came over, he's like, uh, the lady was asking him, do you think he would try to prank you? You know, I'm like, why would I do that as a Christmas <laughs> gift? Prank somebody with a fake Google yeah. gift card. But anyhow, the ladies, like I said, it took 30 minutes. Yeah, I bought some stuff and I was like, I'll do a separate transaction for the gift cards. And there was a guy behind me, and they were trying to do the gift cards, and they mm-hmm. kept messing up. They swiped one. They said, it's good. They tried to do the next one. They couldn't get it to work. And then she set them both down, and they got mixed up. And I, she was like, this is the one. I was like, no, this is the one you just gave me that works. And so I was like, hey, buddy, you come up, you cash out, and then I'll we'll start over. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, we're going to start over completely. 
And I get the two gift cards, and I, she says, I'm going to swipe them both to make sure they both have money on them. So she did that and said they're both good. <laughs> so you ended up with a little extra on Well, see, I was so confused because <laughs> mom got us Goodwill gift cards too. Right. So I was juggling two gift cards trying yeah. to remember because hers had a different amount of money than yours did. So I thought I had just got them mixed up because I checked out and I was like, there's still money on this card? I thought this was the one Wesley gave me. And apparently, apparently it was. You got a little bonus there. It's no big deal. I gave Zeke some really cool Christmas gifts other than that. So there you go. No, there you no go. worries. It's just a funny story. Yeah, no, like I said, I was I was confused too. Yeah. Nothing better than bonus goodwill money. Yeah. And I told him before I came over, I said, I'm gonna talk about I'm gonna talk about your empty gift card on the podcast. So. Oh man. But while you have a moment, mm-hmm. I wanna hit that. <clears throat> Yeah. I almost forgot which button it was. <laughs> okay, so this is a cool one, and it actually ties into something else I want to talk about. But okay. um, you remember a while back I told you I bought a hat on Mercari with pins in it? Uh-huh. So I cannot answer that right now. <laughs> Allen, Texas. I don't know anybody from Allen, Texas anyway. Me neither. Um, so I'll, we can add this in that you can edit these yeah. in. But uh. It's a vintage Bigfoot monster truck pin, mm-hmm. like from the 80s. Maybe it could even be from the 70s. I'm not sure if he was Bigfoot was around in the 70s. No idea. But they're really cool. You know, they're probably like maybe inch and a half by inch and a half. Okay. And I was on Mercari one day at work and uh, clicked on vintage hats, and it was just recently listed. And it was a cool old vintage hat. It had like a truck, drag racing truck on it. Uh-huh. It was black with cool orange lettering everywhere. And then it had a Bigfoot pin on one side yeah. and a Bigfoot pin on the other side. So I quickly looked up. I wasn't too worried about the hat because right. I knew it's a it's a cool vintage hat it's going to sell. Yeah. But I need to know about these Bigfoot pins, yeah. right? So I quickly look it up real quick, and they were going for like 2025. Mm. And actually, one I saw sold for 40 I was like, oh, yeah, Dang. I'm buying this hat. It was yeah. 12 bucks. <sighs> so I bought the hat, and then the guy messaged me. He's like, all right, cool. Uh, I can send it with the pins or without, whatever you want. I'll say, I want the pins. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it for the pins, really, you know. But uh, I had listed them all probably two weeks ago, and one of the pins sold immediately. Yeah. And there was no comps on that one, mm-hmm. and it might have been more rare. I might have could have uh, got more. Yeah. But I got 25 bucks for that pin. Yeah. Uh, the hat sold within a day for 20 so that's 45 and then the last pin just sold for 20 I took an offer for 20 There you go. So $65 off a of Mercari hit for 12 So y'all, y'all don't forget stoked. that online sourcing. Online sourcing. There's there's so many ways online to do it. Yeah. But you could spend your entire day oh, doing yeah. that. No, know? I mean, especially getting lost in the Goodwill online. I don't even mess with it. I did for a while, <laughs> but then the prices got like to where it's almost more expensive than ebay mm. it's crazy yeah that's kind of weird but but every once in a while they'll do this thing to where they'll put up stuff for one minute oh really one yeah. minute wow yeah so you'll get on there and you'll start refreshing and then all of a sudden there's like 10 new listings that have 50 seconds left huh. and you gotta act quick so yeah i bet you gotta sign in then you gotta mm-hmm. bid and then put your information yeah, in all yeah. That, yeah. and all of them like they only ship fedex okay so you got to calculate shipping and see how expensive it's going to be before you purchase it. So it's uh, it gets your blood boiling. Yeah, nah, I don't mess with that. But I do, you know, the high bid all the time yeah. and check out the like auctions that are in the area and mm-hmm. whatnot. I spent probably an hour yesterday doing that because yeah. the Ventique one is huge. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like twenty one pages of stuff, and there's not they don't have all the pictures listed yet. Oh, uh, okay. But about half of them right now. Yeah. And there was another one I was looking at, but I don't know. You could, like I said, you could spend all day yeah. just looking at auctions. Mm-hmm. I have to limit myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's, that was going to tie into something else. Uh, you remember that Logo Athletics hat? The Dallas Cowboy one you got? Yeah, yeah. You sold the press guy. Uh-huh. I've got the same exact hat off Mercari day or day or two ago. For how much? 26 Dang. 26 bucks. They posted it for 20 and you can't see the shipping, you know. You know what? I saw the sold. Did you? Yeah, because yeah. I, you know, I have all of it listed in my Mercari. I clicked on it. And I was like, "Dang, I missed one." Yeah, it was it, when I clicked on it. It had been listed four minutes. Yeah, and I, like, I got to get it quick, you know. <laughs> and I made sure it was not a reproduction or right. just something trash, like dirty or whatever. And it looked good. And I was like, 
I'm in. I already know I'm going to buy it. So I went ahead and bought it, and it was $5 shipping. So I spent $25, yeah. or I said $26, maybe with tax. I think it was $26. And I remember, I think you sold yours for $40, but that was a friend that price. That was a friend price, and mine was pretty dirty. Yeah, this one looks clean. We'll see when it comes in, but it I, it looked like they typically sell for around 60 to 70 Yeah, so. yeah that's that's what I was looking at when I was, before I sold it to Prescott. I think I was going to list mine for 70 or 75 something like that. Yeah, so... Pretty happy with my Mercari lately. Yeah. I've had not great luck on Mercari. It's all about timing. Like, yeah. you just got to get lucky unless mm. you spend all day on it. Right. And I can't do that. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, it's good all stuff. All right. Well, you got anything else you want to talk about before we get into the segments? Uh, Yeah. One other thing, not a big deal, but uh, the hats we got on, we, they, we still have some for sale. Uh-huh. If anybody's interested, 15 local, 20 shipped. We'll ship them to you. There's uh, a link in the description if you want to yeah. purchase one. Two different styles. And why I brought that up is uh, Zeke wants one. He wants, Zeke. he wants that one. All right. So after the podcast, remind me, I'll take one to him. Cool. Yeah. Thank you, stupid Zeke. Enjoy <laughs> your hat. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the... It's the find of the week. Just tell us what you found. All right. So this is the one that came from Bradford, the AV guy. Yeah, yeah. So oh, he sold one. Cool. I know these are fines. These aren't sales. I haven't sold one yet. Oh, okay. Was, <laughs> but it's got watchers. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, so this is uh, from a Cigarose 2017 tour. Cigarose is a band from Iceland. And uh, he told us that these came with VIP tickets at a show that he went to. So you like bought VIP tickets. The only thing you got with it was you got to sit closer to the front, and you got this. Uh, I think uh, he said you also got to do sound check. Listen to sound oh, check. that's right, yeah, that's right. Uh, I think there's three prints in that black envelope, but that was the cool thing about it. The envelopes were still sealed. Yeah, he had never opened them. So uh, some had sold before for around a hundred, but the prints were already open, and some had even been like tacked to a wall, and you could see the tack holes in it. I was wondering if you were going to open it in that to see, like, to take pictures right, of it. But. Right, right. What I did is I, I found somebody else's pictures of the prints. That's good. And I put in the description, these aren't the actual prints. These mm-hmm. are somebody else's photos of the same prints. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's a very interesting <laughs> packaging and layout and everything because mm-hmm. for those prints, I mean, that, that binder is just to protect those prints from getting bent. It's not like a book or anything. <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, Signed. Signed. And uh, there's three prints inside there, and I listed it for 150. Yeah, and it was two of them. There's two of them. Yeah, 150 a piece. They gotta be fairly rare. Like, they are. I I'd seen some solds uh, from 2017 for like for around 100. Yeah, uh, but none had sold or even been listed in the past three years. Oh, so they even more rare. Yeah, yeah. awesome. So one's got a watcher on it. The other one doesn't. We'll see. It's gonna take a long time though, because Cigaros. They're, they're a fairly big band, but they're not like on the radio or anything. So. Right. It's not Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. It'll take a while. That's cool, though, man. Cool find, though. Some, some stuff. Yeah. Some interesting things. Yeah. And then this next one, I am pumped about this one. Yeah. It's the Batman Forever promo shirt from 1995. And uh, this one's printed on the giant Toltex tag, which is seems to be a more valuable yeah, it's pretty, shirt. Pretty sought after. Yeah. Um, which one was it? Was that Clooney? Batman uh, Forever. I can't remember. I think that was Clooney when they had Robin and Cat. The Cat Riddler one. is in this one. Is, is oh, Jim Carrey? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah, there's so many of them. It's been a long time since I watched <laughs> that one. Uh, but I was, this was from Second Chance. I flipped through all the shirts and I'd found like a couple cool shirts here and there, but nothing vintage. It was all new shirts. Mm-hmm. And this was. So when you walk to the shirt section and you take a left into the shirts, this was on that first rack. Mm-hmm. But I started at the opposite end yeah. and came all the way down to that. So I'm surprised. Well, I mean, like I said, there wasn't any resellers in there. So right. I was pumped to find it, paid two bucks for it, and I got it listed for 100 Any watchers? Mm, I'll have to look. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't think so, but I just listed it. So let's we'll see cool. what happens. Very cool. So we'll get into your finds. Okay. Yeah, I'd never heard of these. Uh, 
but apparently they were big in the 90s. These are the Macbeths? Yeah, the Macbeths, okay. skate shoes. Uh, and I guess Blink-182 was a big part of yeah, these. Yeah, they probably had a sponsorship or something. Because when I looked them up, a lot of them say Blink-182 on the list. Okay. But these are the Macbeth vegan skate shoe. I don't know. Oh, they're vegan? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Which, what does that mean? I don't know. I mean, I know no, what vegan is, right. but... No animal products used in the manufacturing. So that's actually part of the making of the shoe. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. that's cool. Uh, pretty good shape. I took a little magic eraser and hit the white just because yeah. it was, you know, they had been worn a little bit, right. but they're in pretty good shape. Uh, paid 10 bucks for these at the thrift, and I got them for 90 right now, and they got a couple of watches, and I've only had it on there a couple of days. So. I didn't know they were. Uh, that's probably because they're vegan. I bet the vegan shoes Yeah, are there's some of them that go for 50, 60, yeah. but these seem to be a, a more rare version of the shoe, so I don't know. It's got watches. I'm pretty yeah. excited about it. Good find. Yeah. All right, next up. We already talked about we that. We talked about that. So that was uh, 199 some, yeah, one ninety nine for ten of them. A little air pump okay. sealed. All right. Well, I think that's it for your finds, right? Uh, I think it might be one more. I don't. Have I don't a know for one more. <laughs> Are you I sure? think that's it. Let, uh, let me just go real quick and see the the messages I sent you because I didn't really. Yep. Yep. That's it. Okay. okay. Cool. Cool. So well, then make sure we'll get into the. So again, second chance was good to me this weekend. <laughs> this was the only thing I saw in the photos that I wanted to grab, and I was surprised it was still there. Uh, Game Boy Advance SP, mm-hmm. and the thing with the SPs is there's two versions. There's the first one that came out, and the screen didn't get very bright, and then there's a second one where the screen gets brighter. Yeah, and this is that one. I remember you told me that a long time ago. Because yeah. remember I got the free one, uh-huh. and it was I think it was the same color. It might have been more purple. Oh, okay. But you're like, some of these go for a lot more than others. Yeah. And we looked the one I ended up with, and it was this one as well. Yeah. And it did really good. So I got this for 15 and it actually had a game in it. The game wasn't super valuable. It was like a $10 game. But uh, bought for 15 and sold already for 95 Yeah, you saw that quick. Yeah, super quick. Yeah, those are awesome. It was pretty beat up. Normally they were going for around 100 115 but this one was beat up, yeah. so I listed it a little cheaper. Mine that was had scratches on yeah. it too. But this one even had like a gouge out of the side really? where the power <laughs> thing is. I but, mean you think about it, they're pretty old and kids is yeah. who plays who was playing these things, so they're tossing them around. But I know my still kids worked perfectly. Switches always are on the floor <laughs> and all over the place. So. Well that's what uh Bradford was saying when he dropped off that N sixty four and the Nintendo stuff. The Wii's are definitely more breakable, but all the yeah. stuff when you were using cartridges instead of discs, I mean, it was indestructible. Yeah, he was telling us a story, and I haven't looked it up yet, but apparently there was some guy in the military oh, back yeah. in the 90s, I guess it was Desert Storm or yeah. something, and he had a, was it an N64? No, it was the, the, the first Game Boy, the big gray oh, one. The, the gray boy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he said he had one of those, and I guess their building got bombed or something happened, and it's all deformed and warped, but it still worked. <laughs> And I guess that guy sent that back to Nintendo and they yeah. have it like in a museum yeah. or something. Game Boy that survived a bombing. It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, my next sale is also from Second Chance Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi <laughs> 3. I'm sure you said that right. <laughs> so I knew I didn't know anything about this game, but I knew it was Dragon Ball Z and I knew Dragon Ball Z did pretty well. Yeah, and there were actually two Dragon Ball Z games. There was this one, and then the second one. Mm-hmm. Second one goes for like thirty bucks, so it was still a good buy. I paid two bucks a piece for it, but this one sold for a hundred dollars. Boom! Crazy. Man. I have yet to find me a that good of a video game. I look all the time. Yeah, but I mean, there's certain ones I look for. Right. I never find one. that one. That's the thing. I wasn't even looking for this. I knew <laughs> nothing about it. I just knew Dragon Ball Z had to be decent on PlayStation Two. Yeah, that's yeah. probably. Pretty close to when Dragon Ball Z came out. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think this <clears throat> game was released in 06. Okay. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I wasn't a big Dragon Ball Z fan. I know Zeke was. And I'm trying to think when in 06, he was probably in high school when he was into Dragon Ball Z. So it yeah. must have came out around that time. Okay. So. No, it was, it was, there was a ton of PlayStation 2 games that day. And I bought a few. There was another one. It was uh, NFL Street. Yeah, I remember those. And it was pretty decent, but the disc didn't work. Mm. Yeah. 
It wasn't a hundred dollar game, but yeah. it was like a thirty dollar game. I almost had a copy of NCAA fourteen. Well, I say almost. I found on Marketplace. I was going through, and a guy had a listing, and uh, it was a like North Austin. Uh huh. And he had probably fifty games in a stack, and somewhere Xbox three sixty, somewhere PS three. Yeah. And it just said, uh, one game for ten dollars, two for fifteen, three for you know, like whatever. Right. And NCAA 14 was in that stack. Yeah. And it had it where you could just click buy. But then when I clicked that, you couldn't pick the games. Interesting. Yeah. So I was like, how's that work? I'm just going to have to message him. So yeah. I messaged him. I was like, hey, you still have NCAA 14. And about two hours later, he messaged me back. Oh, that one's more expensive. I'm like, dang it. I thought I had it. You know, I was like, I'll buy four games just to make it seem like I'm not just trying to buy right. that one. Yeah. You know, because that's a $100 game. No. But, I mean, that's, you remember my Xbox debacle? Buying an Xbox that had it with it, mm-hmm. and the guy snagged it mm. for you before you could get it. And I, I, after I, I still can't it. figure out if he knew when he posted it, and that was the bait to get to sell his Xbox, mm-hmm. or if he found out after I messaged him about it. Right. And see, I don't know on this guy either. Like, did he find out afterwards because so many people were messaging for right. that game, or did he already know and that was the bait to get people to look at the right. post? Yeah, you know? I don't know. Because that's I there's a ton of stuff on Mercari where you click on the tag for NCA fourteen or uh, case. <laughs> what's the the basketball one that's decent? Is it ten? Uh, there's a ten and there's a I think it's a, there's an 08 as well that's not there's an EA Sports that's a ten uh-huh. and then there's a two K eight oh, I think yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they're yeah, both the college. GameCube version of two K eight. Mm-hmm. Like Crazy five hundred dollars. Yeah, man, ridiculous. But anyway, you'll you'll go on Mercari and all this other stuff will come up because people just list NCAA 14. If they have an NCAA game at all, they'll find a way to sneak 14 in there. Yeah, just, just trying to get you to, look get you at to it. see theirs, yeah. even though it ain't the right thing. Yep, yep. Crazy. <laughs> all right, we'll get into your sales. First okay. up. Okay. This is a... Jenna found this one in Dripping. Uh, it's a Kate Spade, New York big purse i mean i don't know much about this type of thing yeah but you could tell it's pretty quality and it was real clean and it was big too like so when i started doing research some of the smaller ones were doing decent mm-hmm. i was like well let's just get it she right. said it's a gamble i was like nah it's fine let's get it It was 10 bucks i think um and i put it on an auction just because i don't want to list it too high by it now right and never sell it yeah and just because I don't know enough about purses and Kate, you know, brands on women's stuff. So right. listed it in an auction, started it at 50. It sold for 50. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it could have gone higher if mm-hmm. the right people would have seen it. Right. And I could have did buy it now and got more, but I, I like to move my product. Yeah. And I'm happy with it. 10 into 50 ain't bad. Yeah. All right. Next one. That's a horrible picture, but, uh, <laughs> It's a Easton Press from the 70s, which Easton Press is basically they they take old books and they do these collector series and they'll do like, say, Moby Dick. Uh, This one is The Turn of the Screw. They'll do classic books, basically, Mm -hmm. release them as collectors. I don't know if they did sets or if they just did individuals every now and then Uh throughout the year, but uh, that auction right down the street had a ton of these, like uh, tons okay. and tons and tons. And I this was the only one that I ended up winning in the auction. Um I I think this was a fine of the week at some point, maybe. Yeah, I think so. But uh I bought it it was like maybe fifteen, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range, and it sold for I wanna say seventy bucks. Yeah, seventy bucks. Okay. So cool. For a book. <laughs> How much did you pay for it? think 15 15 somewhere in that range but books are cheap to ship i mean i didn't obviously didn't ship it media mail but yeah. still it was probably like i don't know five bucks to ship it right. so it wasn't bad there you go nice little profit yeah well i shipped something this week that's kind of risky we'll see what happens i had one uh yeti ice pack mm-hmm. with oh, the liquid yeah. in it yeah we'll see what happens i asked i asked the lady at the post office, she said, no, that's all you have to do. Put the sticker on it and you're good to go. Where'd you get that liquid sticker? I think that came... Oh, the liquid sticker? Yeah. I just Googled it on on the internet and then printed it off the label oh, printer. On the label printer. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Easy. <laughs> uh, all right. Last one. 
this is some sort of sewing gadget. <laughs> I wish I knew more, but it's a uh, it's really is obviously old uh, for a singer sewing machine. And it's an automatic zigzagger, and it was like a, oh, a four pattern thing. Okay, I, I bet you attach it to your sewing machine, and then it changes the pattern that it sews in. Probably that's what it looks like. <laughs> but it was in box, had the manual, had everything with it. I just obviously just typed it in and found the exact piece on yeah. eBay and copied their stuff. But uh, I bought this at the uh, estate sale down the road in Thrall okay. when Ventique did that one. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've been walking around for an hour and a half and tons and tons of people walked by and it was just sitting there. I was like, yeah, I don't know what this is. I right. Look it up. Uh, I'm, I don't know what I paid for it. Probably five bucks. Uh-huh. Uh, and it just sold for sixty five. There you go. Yeah, first one. Right. You don't have to know what it is. <laughs> just look it up. <laughs> There's a lot of things I don't know what they are. Yeah. So, but it looked like it never been used. So I was like, it can't go wrong. Right. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Well, you got anything else you want to add? I do actually. Um, we have been invited to our first show outside of our own show, which mm-hmm. is pretty exciting. Um. We we got messaged on one of our YouTube, uh, on one of our podcasts, and they asked us if we wanted to be on their show. Of course, we didn't turn that down. Yeah. So we are going to be on the Fundamentals of Side Hustle. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram, Fundamentals, with a Z, of Side Hustle. Um, he's also, if you go there, you can hit his link tree, and you can find his YouTube and watch his shows and whatnot. But okay. go ahead and give him a follow and check him out. Uh, we will be on his show. It'll be a live show, so you'll be able to get in the chat. You can talk to us, message, you know, ask us questions, things right. like that. That's going to be February 3rd at 6 p.m. Pacific, which puts that at 8 p.m. here, I believe. Right? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's 8 p.m. here. If I'm wrong, y'all let me know. <laughs> I but, think we'll have one more episode come out before then so we can confirm and, yeah, and let y'all but, know. Pretty excited about it. Yeah. Uh, y'all check us out and, I don't know, get in the chat. Yeah. Leave, leave some questions. Us. Leave some comments. It'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah. We'll see if our internet can keep up. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but it's going to be glitchy the whole time. Yeah. What's yeah. wrong with y'all? We got that Lexington country internet out here. It's not <laughs> the fastest. Cool. Well, thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, be sure to subscribe, leave a like, leave a comment. We really appreciate it. Yes, we do. Uh, you can find my store on eBay at Fierce Inc. You can find Wes's at West Rankin 0420 or Westmart Unlimited. And you can follow us on Instagram at The Resale Brothers. We are extremely close to tattoos. Oh, yeah. It's been jumping up quick. Yeah. So we'll have to plan a day in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Yeah, buddy. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Buy low, sell high, y'all. Amen. Amen.